So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And let's congratulate our recent graduates of Arebus University. The first graduate is Lindsay Barley. Uh, she took the Certified Outbound Lead Specialist course. Congratulations, Lindsay. Then Greg Merrill took uh, the Seller Scripts course from the Certified Listing Agent course. Congratulations, Greg. Also, Ryan Baca took that course, Certified Listing Agent. The Certified Buyer Agent course just completed Blake Pemberton. Congratulations, Blake. Megan Parnell just graduated the Certified Listing Agent course. Now, Megan can do a listing appointment better than anyone in her market. And last, Danny Owens uh, just graduated from the Certified Outbound Lead Specialist course. Congratulations, Danny. And now for the review of the day. Here's a five-star review on Six Steps to Seven Figures from Amazon.com. Verified purchase, by the way. A five stars, great book to help you think bigger about business. Great book, not just for real estate professionals. This book helps you think about the necessary components of any business in order to take it to the next level. Very helpful. Great chapter breakdowns. Read it. That is from Mr. Jared Addis. Thank you, Jared. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest uh, coming back from Cleveland, Ohio. Mr. James Wise is on the line, and he crushes it down there, man. And I love the stuff that he does, and I, I get his emails every week, and I, I love looking at him because the stuff is so freaking affordable and doable. Uh, but the cool thing, since James came on last, he's been putting out these YouTube videos called Tenants from Hell. And one of them is, is, is getting over 100,000 views a month. In five months, it got half a million views. And he's, he's posting all these stories of uh, funny, funny, just funny real estate stories. And it just, it, it, it's just gone viral. So anyways, I wanted to catch up with him and catch some of these in audio on the, uh, on the podcast today. So without further ado, James Wise, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars, my friend. Hey, Pat. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Hey, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on who you are, James, so they can get to know you better? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm the owner of Holton Wise. What we are, we are a real estate investment firm. We are based out of Cleveland, Ohio. And what we do in a nutshell is we help investors from all over the world 
invest in highly profitable rental real estate. Cleveland's one of the cheapest markets, so we know there's guys out there, California, Portland, wherever. You can't buy properties for as cheap as we got them out here in Cleveland, so we've We've put together the entire turnkey solution. We'll help you buy the properties. Uh, we'll handle the property management. We'll handle the construction. And we've dealt with everything. We even offer education on our YouTube channel. We offer insurance. We have title. We, we've got everything you're going to need to be a quality investor. That's awesome. And you've, so you've dealt with, like how many houses have you dealt with the buying and selling of uh, over, over your career in real estate? Oh, tons. Uh, we, saw, we started selling real estate in 2013. We've done over $100 million in sales since that time. Uh, I was on your show a couple years ago, and I was listening to that show earlier today. When I was on a few years ago, I think, uh, I think we said, I, I believe our portfolio was around like $27 million in value. Currently, right now, our portfolio is above $50 million in value. We got over 1,000 front doors. I own about 20% of that myself with the other owner, so... We're doing a boom of business out here. People want to get into rental real estate, but that it's tough. It's a tough, tough business. These are and these are all like single families and like small multifamilies, like two, three doors, right? Uh, we we have a, a varying inventory. The majority, our sweet spot is probably the small multifamily, that two to four unit. I think that's the best property, especially for newer investors, because it's the best property to finance. Like commercial financing, as we all know, the terms aren't as good as residential financing. So if you could pick up two to four units, you know, get those 30-year loans, that's what I like to see. But we also, we do a lot of singles. We have, you know, six, 10, 20, 30-unit apartment buildings. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So, okay, and, and it's interesting. Um, so, uh, first of all, let's, let's dive right into what's going on on YouTube here. Tell me about Tenants from Hell. Tenants from Hell is my most popular video series. You know, we have a few things on there. We sell the properties on there, but, you know, we also do education. But my bread and butter, what I really enjoy doing is the Tenants from Hell stuff. You know, a few years ago, my brokerage, we did about half investment sales, and then we did a little bit of residential sales. I kind of, since then, have kind of removed that from my business because this is my passion. This removed my what? Removed regular sales. Regular residential sales. I more or less have exited that business. Cause you, this got is my out of, you got out of the brokerage. Well, we still do the brokerage, but we used to sell just traditional, you know, we would have agents and we would go out and sell houses to people that were going to live in those houses. Yep. That was half our volume. The other half was all this investor stuff, right? Just selling rental properties. Well, I've exited out of that uh, traditional real estate, like, hey, you want to live here? You know, let's help you buy a house. I just, I don't have a passion for that. What I have a passion for is this tennis from hell stuff. I have a passion for rental real estate. I love the challenges that come with being a property manager and, and <laughs> no day is the same, man. Real estate, rental real estate, it's savage, dude. It is a savage business. Anybody telling you otherwise is lying or they haven't been involved long enough, but I love it. I, I just love the challenges, man. So let, let, let's, okay, so Tenants from Hell is a, is a, it's, a, it's almost like a TV show, right? It's like you're, you're, every episode is about a tenant from hell. Correct. We have, uh, we do it episode by episode and uh, we take a full story, a story of something that happened and it's, you know, going to be a wide array of things. Like our most popular video, we actually were evicting a tenant. So we took the film crew out there and, you know, we evicted that tenant live. Other stuff. You know, we, we've took one video where we recorded some of the craziest voicemails we've ever been, you know, that we've ever received from tenants. 
tell me about this one here. A landlord releases insane tenant phone messages. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Uh, what that is, is that's a compilation of a lot of the phone messages we've received over the last couple of years. You see our phone system, you know, for auditing purposes, we want to make sure all of our calls are recorded. So every time a tenant calls in, you know, it's all automatically recorded. So we went through it and just pulled out some of the wildest stuff we've ever heard. Because if you try to explain to people that this is the type of stuff that's going to happen in this business, I mean, they're just not going to believe you. Like we had one guy on there just calling our office almost daily for a month, accusing the staff of stealing his He-Man collection. Like, if I wanted to, Pat, I couldn't make that stuff up. Let's play it. Let's play it now. Thank you for calling Holton Wise Commercial and Residential Real Estate. Please leave a message with your name, your property address, including unit number, and a valid phone number so we can return your call. It's amazing how, how the man himself, Logan, came to my phone. I came, listen, said, wow, that's a nice He-Man collection. Wow, that's nice. The next fucking day, it's gone. Because after he changed my lock, I followed him. Where did he go? He went to Home Depot right to the key department, and he made another key. So I'm smarter than what you think. And I understand. I, I know. I've been to prison five times. I'm not afraid of prison. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to do whatever. I don't give a fuck. Give me all my money back. I'm putting a lien on this building and suing you personally. Because you own all these properties. I spoke to the mayor's office about you, and I spoke to everyone in Brooklyn about you. And what you're doing is corrupt and illegal. All of your properties, I'm putting liens on all of them. And everything that you own, every car that you drive. Give me all my money back. I'm putting a lien on this building and suing you personally. Because you own all these properties. Because I spoke to the mayor's office about you, and I spoke to everyone in Brooklyn about you. And what you're doing is corrupt and illegal. All of your properties, I'm putting liens on all of them. And everything that you own, every car that you drive. Man, that guy was, he wasn't joking. I'd be scared. That's some funny shit, man. Let's play another one. Here, play, play another random one, would you, James? No, I'm not paying the rent, and I don't have to. Well, short but sweet. At least he told you you weren't getting paid. So tell me about the, the eviction one. Like, uh, why did 5 million people watch? Uh, I mean, 500,000 people watch it. Did the, did the person try to attack you or what happened? There was no violence or anything of that nature. But I think the reason that it caught so much fire is, you know, evictions are a huge part of this business, right? But nobody has ever actually demonstrated a full-on live eviction. Like, you know, we talk about evictions and we tell you about the three-day notice and we tell you you're going to have to go to court, right? But I don't know anybody else that has actually physically gone on site and shown you exactly what can happen. I mean, it could be a dangerous situation. Like that eviction, you know, we had a team of bailiffs. You know, I've been involved in evictions where the bailiffs have to literally kick the door down with their guns drawn. You know, this particular one, uh, the craziest thing with the tenant, she was there and she's just screaming, yelling at everybody while the whole crew is just emptying out her house, putting all of her things on the tree lawn. But my favorite part about that eviction, the irony of it, is she's doing all this screaming, and then she gets into her car and she pulls off. But her car was actually a Cadillac Escalade, believe it or not. Rockstar Nation! 
It's time to take back your leads. It's time to protect your data. Don't let Zillow and Realtor steal your customer. Rebus University and real estate rock stars have taken the knowledge of 735 successful real estate agents and crammed it into a lead campaign that works and where you get to keep your customer's information. We don't want to have anything to do with your customers. We just want to get you more leads. Go to rebusleads.com and get your free consultation today. That's rebusleads.com. R-E-B-U-S-L-E-A-D-S. Rebusleads.com. All right, so now you've you've created a list of the ten things that uh, are red flags for renting based on all these tenants from hell. So tell me what these what what, what the ten things are, the red flags, and tell me some stories of why you know you've come up with these firsthand as the why are you the expert on this? Like you know, if there was a tenant in hell that backed up one of these stories, please tell me about it. Well. To answer the, the last question there, why am I the expert? You know, I by no means am saying that I know everything, but I know a lot. You know, I've had thousands and thousands of tenants throughout the years, and my staff, we evict over 100 people per year. So I'd like to say I, I, I'm pretty informed on this. Now, in that list, you know, it's, you know, the 10 most obvious and not so obvious tenant screening red flags. Some of them are pretty simple. Some of them are things that you're going to be able to Google and you're going to see various people telling you the same stuff. Like number one, do not rent to anyone who's ever had an eviction. You know, the biggest predictor of behavior. Wait a minute. Do not rent to anyone who's ever had an eviction. Okay. Well, how do you know, right? Because they're not going to tell you that and it's not going to show up on their credit report. Well, that's a good point. When you, whenever you're screening for tenants, you want to make sure you do a complete background check. So what we do at Holton Wise and what I recommend all investors do is you want to run a full background check, which is going to include credit, criminal, and an eviction uh, search. So you want to make sure you run that. And if the tenant comes up that they've had a previous eviction. An eviction search is going to, what, what is that? Is like a, because a judgment will be filed because no, the judgment will show up, right? Because, no, I, I mean, I've done evictions before. They don't – I guess it's state by state, but I, I don't know if they're registered somewhere where – No, they are, yeah. No, they're, they they're specific. You can uh, actually – you know, you could actually get a tenant screening company to go ahead and yeah. run a full eviction search for you. You know, we, we probably deny 30 people a month because they've had evictions. Yeah. It, by the it, way, it, as a side note, you know how you said that they won't actually tell you they've had an eviction? You would think that. Logic would dictate that they wouldn't tell you that, but uh, that's not the case. Some of them actually will come out, and they will tell you they've had an eviction, and that's where this comes up as a red flag, right? See, it's, 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 not, you know, it's pretty obvious. If someone's like, yeah, I got evicted by my last landlord because screw that dude. I didn't want to pay my rent, and I'm probably not going to pay you. 100 out of 100 brand new landlords, they're going <laughs> to deny that guy, right? That guy's obvious, but they're going to kind of sneak attack you, right? What you're actually going to get is they'll come up to you and they'll be like, hey, you know, I'm a really good person. I always pay my rent on time. 
but three years ago, oh my gosh, I had this horrible slumlord. He was just a terrible landlord. He wouldn't do this. He wouldn't do that. And we had to stop paying rent because he wouldn't do this or that. They're going to give you this like big, long sob story. And that's where brand new investors, you know, that's where they get tripped up. They're like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, that slumlord, he did all that stuff to you. They let their guard down and they go ahead and place that tenant in their unit. And I'm telling you, no matter what, no matter what story the tenant tells you, if that tenant has ever been evicted, do not under any circumstance place that tenant in your unit. The biggest predictor of behavior is going to be past behavior. You know, it's possible. It, it, it's unlikely, but it's possible that maybe that tenant did get the raw deal. But hey, that is not your job as a landlord. Your job is not to right all the past wrongs in this world. Your job is to operate your business in a professional fashion. Your job is to build your business up in the most cash flow positive way. And 10 out of 10 times denying anyone who's been evicted for any reason is the right way to go about operating your rental portfolio. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. And, and, and there is a technology now. I don't, I don't have it at the tip of my tongue where you could pay $10 a month. You can just put it as a cost uh, as part of your rent. And, and it, does, it does show late in Experian. I think Experian's the only one that does it, that does, but, it, but it will show up on someone's credit report now. But you have to pay for a service. 10 bucks a month. But anyways, okay, so what's number nine? Well, I don't have the whole list in front of me right now. So if they want to see the full list, they'll have to check out the video on YouTube. That you I'd can like maybe give that as your free gift. Yeah, give me another one. Well, another one. Face tattoos. I, I deny people with face tattoos, Pat. A lot of people have given me flack for this, but I, I've always went ahead and denied people for face tattoos. I've had a lot of people on YouTube come at me like, oh, you can't do that. You can't discriminate against people. That's discrimination. Well, that's actually not true. You can discriminate and you should discriminate all the time. What you can't do is discriminate against protected classes. As far as I'm concerned, a teardrop tattoo on your face is not a protected class. No, it's not a protected class. I mean, what happens if there's what they have an eight twenty five credit score and um, they're a professional rapper? I mean, what? <laughs> or, or, well, I mean, is I that guess, a joke? I mean, what? I, I guess. I guess well, I guess. Well, how professional of a rapper are they, Pat? Because most of the properties <laughs> that I sell, they rent for between five hundred and eight hundred dollars a month. So okay. if, they, if they're looking for an eight hundred dollar a month, so if someone rent, rolls up with a face tattoo, you're like, you're just, just eh, forget about it, right? It just typically, yeah, you know, you'll you'll get those folks. You know, they they got a little bit of a a gangster type lean to them. They got the tattoos <laughs> all over their face. Now, am I saying that everyone in the world with a tattoo on their face is a bad person? Absolutely not. But we're landlords. Our, our job isn't to, to house the world. Our job is to run our business in a profitable way and play the odds, play the numbers. It's like when you go to the casino, you play roulette. You got a 49% chance of winning. The, the house, they got a 51% chance of winning. They're always going to win. You got to play the odds. Yeah, play the odds that the, that the face tattoo guy is more likely not to pay the rent. Yeah, you got to just, you know, look at this. Then, then a guy without a face tattoo. Exactly. But, yeah, well, at the end of the day, it is probably hard. It's, it's harder to get a job. Let's face it, right? You got to yeah. forget about it. And you know what I mean? You lose your job, you're going to struggle getting another one. So, but I would, I would probably rent to like Tyga if, if he wanted to rent one of my properties. <laughs> Although Tyga's got a considerably larger budget than right. uh, what we typically yeah. advertise, though. So, he'd be buying. All right. So, what about what else? What, give, give me another one. 
right, last one. And, th and this is one that's like totally wild, right? Like I said, some of these, you know, they're, they're fairly obvious. Like, you know, the tenant, you know, they should have income three times their income, stuff like that. But this is what you can't, you can't Google this one anywhere else. I do not want my staff to rent apartments to tenants who at the showing express interest in growing a garden. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. A weed garden or just any garden? Nope. Any garden whatsoever. Now, this one I get a lot of any, flack any for. Garden. What's, what, okay. Any garden. So any they garden. Let's so say that, you know, Michelle Obama followers, you know, they want they want to do an organic garden in their backyard and, and uh, grow organic cucumbers and watermelons and stuff. No? I'm not against gardens. Or I'm not against anyone who wants to grow gardens. But what I consider a red flag and what I tell my people to deny are tenants to express interest in growing a garden at the showing. Now, again, nothing wrong with gardens. Gardens inherently in a vacuum, they're cool, man. I'm not anti-garden. Gardens are cool. But what I have noticed throughout my years of working in this business is anytime you're at a showing, anytime you have your leasing agents out there showing a property, you're going to get tenants, tenants that are of lesser quality. Tenants know that their background check isn't going to come back squeaky clean. What they're going to do is they're going to try to butter up the leasing agent. They're going to try to butter up that landlord. So they're going to express things and say things to that landlord to get their guard down. Just like our first example about the person who's been evicted, but when they were evicted, it wasn't their fault. It was the horrible slumlord. Same scenario. They're over here telling you like, oh man, this house, I'm going to do so many nice things to your house. I'm going to improve your house. I'm going to plant a garden right here. I'm going to do this or that. I'm going to take such good care of your property. If the tenant is a quality tenant, they have a solid, squeaky clean history. They don't need to do anything like that to impress the landlord. They don't need to butter up the landlord. They're confident in themselves that everything is going to come back clean. They have the income. They have everything organized. They're not job hopping. They're not moving from apartment to apartment every six months. It's that tenant who feels the need to butter you up because they're hiding something. And that is why wanting to plant a garden is a red flag. Now, if we're six months into the tenancy and a tenant calls up the office and they're like, hey, can we plant a garden? Yeah, absolutely. Again, not anti-garden, but that is just a red flag. People need to look beyond what the tenant is actually telling you. Read between the lines. What is the tenant really trying to do with that conversation? What, what, what else would that apply to in addition to garden? Because, I mean, I understand that. I, under, I follow you, right? They're trying to butter you up. So you're like, oh, I like them, even though... There, there's some deficits over here or, or I plan on paying late. Like, what would be another example of the garden type of thing? You know, other stuff. They're just going to point out things in the property. They're going to try to tell you things that they're going to do above and beyond what a, a normal landlord. Oh, I can fix that for you. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Like, oh, you know, a common one, right? You, you'll get a tenant like, Oh, you know, my boyfriend, he, you know, he's a contractor. We could help you do this, this, and this around the house. We're going to make your house so much better after we move in than it currently is. And that kind of ties into another red flag that I had in there, which is you don't want to rent to any tenants that are trying to do work for you, trying to fix up your house. Because to be honest with you, what they're really doing is they're, you know, they're trying to butter you up. That falls under the garden thing. But they're also telling you they think your house is shitty, but they're willing to live in it anyway. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a super 
duper Black Friday, Cyber Monday special just for you, just for the holidays. This thing is bombastic. This thing is close to 85% off. The biggest sale I've ever had. Listen up, Rockstar Nation. A lot of you are enjoying the Rebus University courses, and I really appreciate that. These courses are changing lives, doubling, tripling, quadrupling agents' businesses. But don't believe me. Listen firsthand here. So this is Connie Carlson, and I don't even remember how I stumbled across Rebus University, but I was super impressed with the lineup of who was teaching the courses. Uh, I know a number of those trainers and I know that they are exceptional in their field. So we were able to work out with Rebus a way to offer the university to all of the agents in our brokerage. And the agents love it because they can watch what they feel they need, whatever course they need, whenever they need it. So I can say that our business from 2017 year to date compared to 2018 year to date, our volume is up 48%. Our average sales price is up 11% and the number of transactions is up 34%. So by implementing what they're learning, it is definitely helping the agents sell more homes and also giving them more confidence and being able to compete with some of the top agents in our area. So. I highly encourage Rebus. I'm going to be using it as a broker to help recruit other experienced agents and hope to, um, through using that training, have the best real estate brokers in our area. So what I'm doing is for a limited time, I'm giving you access to all of the courses. Every course, certified listing agent, which is eight agents doing their listing appointment, something they would never do in their local market, but they did for me on film. It's a certified buyer agent course, outbound lead course, everything you could think of on ways to get more business and more commissions in this game is included, right? Included for you to take throughout the entire year at an 85% discount, including new investing courses from real estate moguls who are multimillionaires from real estate investing and our newest product, which is the Retoot Secrets, stands for Recruit and Retain from three industry icons who have recruited tons and tons of agents over the years on their recruiting secrets. All of that mixed in the one for 85% off. All you need to do is go to Rebus Sale, R-E-B-U-S-S-A-L-E. Two S's in the middle, right? Because you got Rebus and you got Sale. RebusSale.com. That's R-E-B-U-S Sale, S-A-L-E.com. Or text the word Sale to 444-999. That's Sale to 444-999. Why? Why are they willing to live in your house anyway if it's below their standards? Because they got nowhere else to go. Jeez, that's some crazy stuff. So, <laughs> but it makes sense. I'm following the logic. It, it makes sense uh, on the surface. It's a, it's a tough business, Pat. You know, a lot of people, they get into it. They think, you know, we're, we're, we're here to house everyone. It's not the case. You know, if, if you're a good landlord, if you're a good property manager, your job isn't to house everyone. Your job is not to house nine out of every 10 people that come to you. 
What's the worst that you've been hoodwinked by a tenant? What do you mean by that specifically? Like fooled. Like maybe somebody lied to you, you know, said they weren't who they were, you know, where you were like, damn, I thought I knew, you know, I thought I was on my game and this guy got one over on me. Well, uh, you know, that's a, that's a hard one to answer. You know, I don't think we've ever, you know, been hoodwinked or confused by, by who somebody was too often. I mean, we run an incredibly large business, so we, we do a thorough screening. But, I mean, let's face it, you know, we're not on a first-name basis with these folks. You know, we run their background. We look at these tenants. We look at their criminal. We look at their income. And, you know, they have a reasonable expectation of paying that rent. And then, you know, they pay that rent right up until they don't. You know, it, it's just, uh, it does happen. We know it's going to happen. You know, the business isn't mom and pop enough to, to, to really, like, develop some type of relationship with a tenant like that where when they finally don't pay you know you're just like shocked and confused and hurt. where do you, you know where do you saying? draw where do where do you draw the line on the criminal background check violent felonies are an abs uh you know an absolute denial under, under forget no, about it yeah no no violent felonies under under any circumstances uh you know misdemeanors they're looked at with the rest of the uh, uh with the application right if you have like six or seven you know minor misdemeanors but you have a great job and you have great income you know you're well over three times income yeah, that's a possibility you can get into that unit but maybe you have the same six or eight uh minor misdemeanors but your credit score is 500 and you've had five jobs in the last three years you know odds are good you're probably going to get denied for that place okay all right. So case by case basis sounds like uh, unless it's a felony, basically, or a violent felony, Vi you'll take a you'll take a felony, right? Violent felonies. Uh, you know, we've taken some some felonies in the past. You know, we've taken uh, you know some drug related felonies uh, in the past. You know, we've 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 housed tenants that uh, you know had a felony level of marijuana. You know, we're caught with a felony level of marijuana. You know, five ten years in the past. You know, case by case basis, but but violent felonies. You know, that's a liability for other tenants in the building. You know, you got a 10-unit apartment building. You cannot yeah. put a violent felon in there. And, uh, you know, at one point, if you're going to ever evict that tenant and possibly film it, you don't want them to kill you. <laughs> Man, they get way more than 5 million views there. That, uh, yeah, I, that would be my most popular video, but <laughs> it would be my last video. And then I couldn't come on your show to promote the channel anymore. So what are we going to do? So who would you say... Let's just say, okay, you got tenants from hell, right? You got all these tenants from hell. You had to give an award every, if you had to give an award, right? Every year you had an award show. There's an idea for you. Who would win the award this year or who would win the award as the, the worst tenant from hell and why? I have an entire building that would win the award. What do you mean yeah, by that? Whole what building. Entire building. Entire building, Pat. We, we, we took over this building. This actually just happened a few months ago. Uh, we just released the video. It's uh, Landlord Releases a Bed Bug Infestation. Bed this, Bug Infestation. Okay. Yeah, this was a four-unit apartment building, and uh, what we inherited it. It was ran by a private landlord, and it, it got out of control for this guy. He, he didn't know what to do anymore, so he turned it over to us to get in there, reposition it, because like I said, Pat, Tough business, savage business. You really got to know what you're doing. So we take this building over. The newest tenant in the building contacts us to come out there because he said that there's bed bugs everywhere. So we go into this building. We send our entire crew out there. 
to eradicate these bed bugs. And this was the nastiest bed bug infestation I have ever seen. Like I'm talking, these bed bugs were about half the size of a dime and they're just running all over, all over the mattress, all over the floor, all over the people's shoes, just, just completely disgusting. And, and these people have been living in this for years. Three of the four tenants never said a word about it. When my team got in there, you know, we got there at seven o'clock in the morning. And if you're going to do a heat treatment, you got to remove everyone out of the house. So they all go sit on the front porch from seven o'clock in the morning till we left at 5 p.m. and just got drunk the entire day. You know, didn't care. It's like a Tuesday afternoon. They're just, they're just getting drunk all day, living in this filth. So that, that whole building, man, those are some of the worst tenants from hell I've ever seen. Like, well, I mean, don't, don't bed bugs bite? Like, aren't these people getting bit by bed bugs? Yeah, and like if you look at that footage, if you look at that mattress, like there are parts of this mattress, I'm talking like three foot sections where the entire mattress is just like all black from like dried blood from old bites. And yeah, you'll, they'll leave welts all over your entire body. So, I mean, so these people were getting bit, they were bleeding, and they kept on sleeping. Yeah, but I guess when you're passed out drunk, you know, you're not, uh, you're not noticing that kind and of no stuff. And no one complained. No, not once. It was the newest tenant, the last tenant that the previous guy placed. You know, this, this poor guy moves in there, and he's like, what, what the hell, man? Because, you know, it's a four-unit building. The whole building's got bugs, so it's coming into this guy's unit. Are they, are they uh, and they're gone? It worked? Your fumigation bomb worked? It wasn't fumigate. We heat-treated this house. Fumigation, What's that mean? What's heat treatment mean? Fumigation will work if you have, like, a minor, you know, a, a minor infestation. No, no, no. No, we had to bring in the big dogs. We had to bring in the big, the big stuff. What we had to do is we had to evacuate the entire house, and we had to heat the house up to 135 degrees for 10 hours to kill them all. The whole thing cost the investor like $3,600. And, 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 and you just turn it up so hot. Yeah, you fill the house with heaters, and then you seal off the entire house, and you literally heat the house to 135 degrees for 10 hours straight, and that kills everything. Bed bugs start to die. I never heard of that. I never yeah. heard of that um, process. Do they do that with termites too? Is that why they cover houses when they do it in certain states? Yeah, mo most bugs will die at a certain temperature. Like bed bugs, as soon as you exceed 117 degrees, they start to die. So you get that thing up to 135 for 10 hours, you're killing everything in sight. Like you have to evacuate everything. You got to remove pets, you know, foods, hairspray bottles. You got to get it all out of the house or like a hairspray bottle will pop, explode. Explode. Yeah. And your food's ruined. Correct. Unless you like s'mores, you know, if you got some Every, chocolate bars every, in there. Everything. Candles melt, right? I mean, everything. Yes, sir. That's, I never heard about that. And 10 hours, and then they go back in there. must be brutal inside. Just heat and smelly and dead bugs. And what did you guys like? Uh, how'd you go back? Did you go back and, and, and vacuum them all out? I mean, what'd you do? Or did you just leave them there? They went out, they killed them all, you do a, a minor quick cleanup, and that's it. You know, th the thing is, too, when you do a bed bug treatment, a lot of it is on the occupant to actually prep the, the house in the right way. Like, you have to bag a lot of clothes. And in this particular, in this particular situation, these guys, they're not doing any of that. They don't care. They just want to get drunk on the front porch. So you'll see their crap, like, lying all around and the footage and stuff. Like, that doesn't help, which is another reason you got to just do the heat, right? You do the heat, it's killing everything, killing everything inside the walls, killing everything. If, if you're doing like the chemicals, like the powders and whatnot, the bugs have to actually, you know, walk through the powder and then track it to where the other bugs are. But you go with the heat treatment, it's, it's getting everything, man. You're, you're heating it all up inside the walls, the, the whole nine. So that's the best thing. Now, 
will those people, you know, if they're not all immediately evicted and we move them out, like, will those people probably get bed bugs again? Absolutely. I mean, those kinds of people, you know, they're hanging out with other people with bed bugs. Wait, like, like how, what happens? Yeah, do they just come back because some might be outside or whatever? I mean, well, you why take, are bed bugs attracted to beds? They're not attracted to just beds. What they're attracted to is blood. They're attracted to human blood. They eat human blood. Uh, so okay. when you're sleeping, nothing is happening. You're not moving. They're coming out to eat you, to feast on you more or less, right? So what you'll get, you know, if, if you get tenants from hell like that, people that just live like that are willing to live in squalor and filth, you know, they're not going to work. They're spending all their time getting drunk. Those are the kind of people that when they need a new couch, they're going out in their garbage picking a couch and they're bringing that couch, which what do you think a couch that's in the garbage is infested with? It's infested <laughs> with you know, and if you're sitting on the, the porch at 730 in the afternoon uh, or 730 in the morning in the afternoon on a, a Tuesday morning, getting drunk with your buddies i mean you know what are your buddies doing they're, they're garbage picking couches as well so you can get into a never-ending cycle uh you know with those types of tenants from hell so that's why those those are the absolute worst tenants from hell right there and those kinds of people they're a little more difficult to evict the easiest person ever to evict is a, a tenant who just didn't pay rent you know that's a very very simple case Judges uh, are less likely to evict people for things like bringing bugs into properties. You know, the right. whole thing can get drawn out. Uh, you know, you get judges that want you to really work with those people. And it could just turn into a nightmare. I mean, like I said, that, that owner, we charged that guy, I believe it was like $3,500, $3,600 for that treatment. You know, that's, that, that's a lot of money. That's tough. That's killing your cash flow for the whole year. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean the building's only four units, you know. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, but it had to be done. I mean, that's uh, inhumane, you know, just having those, having that stuff there like that. That's amazing. So, all right. So, James, we, you know, this is the part of the show where we ask what your free gift is, but we already know you're going to provide everyone with a PDF uh, that has on it the 10 major red flags uh, that you need to pay attention to for any and all tenants. And hey, guys, you may be able to use some of these for buyers too, right? I mean, they, so, you know, keep that in mind that uh, a lot of these probably might go over to buyers, obviously, but, but whatever, it's all good and take them with a grain of salt and cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put all of James's information and his free gift on hybendigital.com backslash Holton Wise, and it's H-O-L-T-O-N-W-I-S-E, H-O-L-T-O-N-W-I-S-E. I'll put his social media links. I'll put his YouTube channel. I'll put website where all his properties are. I'll put everything on there. And of course, we'll also put his top 10 list in the toolbox. And that'll be at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or text the word toolbox to 444-999. James, listen, boss, from there in Cleveland, I will uh, look you up and uh, we get together and uh, go evict somebody together. How about that? Absolutely. You know, yeah, we'll, I'm. Go uh, ahead. Absolutely. You know, uh, I'd probably like to hear some of your stories. Maybe you got some tenants from hell stories you'd like to tell me on my show. Yeah, I've had a few. We've had a few evictions and it's always interesting. I remember the first property I ever had, you know, literally like the second tenant in my life that I had. Uh, I had to evict and, and I got hoodwinked big time. You know, the guy had a fake name and there was all kinds of good stuff going on with that one and, and didn't even tell his wife. Like he, he, he'd been, he'd given him notice like three times, three different notices. He, he knew we were coming, 
but he didn't tell his wife and kids and it was it was bad i, I remember it to this day it was really bad but that's uh, the worst when you see the kids getting evicted that's tough yeah yeah but yeah absolutely dude absolutely i'll be happy to uh jump on with you sometime so all right man well listen good catching up with you and thanks for uh, taking the time to come on back all right thanks for having me again pat talk to you soon Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.